Thank you for listening to the podcast of John Thiel Maasbach. We hope it inspires you and pray this message will bless you. Are you bearing fruit today? Do you have a desire to bear fruit today or to be a fruit bearer in your life? I know it's God's desire for his children to bear fruit. And he has enabled us and given us everything we need that we may be fruit bearers. So if there's something wrong in your fruit bearing, maybe today's a good day to listen to this message and to seek God for his help, for his favor, for his grace, that you can also bear fruit in your life. You know, there is a joy that comes when fruit comes in your life, when you see fruit, fruit. I remember as a young boy, I was at school and we had this project that you had to plant your little seed and every day you had to water it or you had to take care of it and you would see it grow. Well, you couldn't wait for those strawberries to grow. But you know, it took quite some time to come to that point. Some people, well, their plant just died. With others, somehow they flourished and grew and you saw the great fruit there. But there is some kind of joy that comes when you see that little fruit there in the beginning and then when it evolves and and becomes a great fruit. And so it is in our life. Or when you start to see the godly fruit, I'm not just talking about fruit, maybe just the things of life, but godly fruit in your life. There is a joy that comes in your spirit. There is something of a feeling of fulfillment that comes when you see that your life has purpose because fruit is there. And many times fruit comes in the most difficult of times, in the most hard situations. We see that God brings fruit through our lives. Well, our fruit is a direct result of our union with God. In Hosea chapter 14, verse 8, There is that little sentence there that says, your fruitfulness comes from me. Yes, what a mighty word for us today. What a mighty word for this broadcast that the Lord says, your fruitfulness comes from me. I believe that when somebody decides and God puts it in their heart and they decide to go into ministry and start a church, They are not starting that church to be barren, but they want to be a fruitful church. And if somebody becomes a Christian, you don't want to be a barren Christian. You want to be a fruitful Christian. That's how it is when you go into a marriage life. Well, you want to have a fruitful marriage. And it says here, our fruit comes from the Lord. It's so important to know that Our fruitfulness comes from him. He makes us fruitful. And our fruit is a direct result of our union with God. Fruit comes forth out of the branch that is directly connected to the root. It is the root that brings the saps of life up through those branches and ultimately forms the fruit, and gives the fruit. If you don't believe me, cut off a branch. Maybe it's the most fruitful tree that you have. You cut off the branch, 
put it at home and see if the fruit will grow on that branch in your home as it grows in the garden when that branch is connected to the tree. You will see that it does not work that way. That fruit tree can be so fruitful in the orchard, connected to the roots, but you take that branch and you sever it from the root and you put it at home in a bucket. And I tell you, nothing will come forth out of that branch because the fruit comes from the roots, through the stem, through the branches, and they give the fruit. And so it is in our life. We are in communion, in union with Christ. And that brings forth the fruit, the godly fruit in our life. If you don't believe me, disconnect yourself from Christ. Disconnect yourself from him. And I tell you, nothing good will come from your life anymore. Well, of course, I don't really mean that you would disconnect yourself from Christ, but I think you understand what I'm saying here. Every good work is first in Christ before it is being brought forth externally in us. So it is in Christ. He is the reservoir of all good things. Now he is in us. We are in union with him, connected to him, grown together with him. And the good works that are in him are now coming through us, the branches. And now they are starting to appear externally through us. It is of a great value, that precious union that we have with Christ, because He is the source and the union with him is the connection that makes it all possible. Well, it's not only our union with God through Christ, I should say, but our fruit is also a direct result of God's sovereignty. We see that the root is so important. Yes, oh, that is important. And I've said a lot about it already, but... Our fruit also is there because of what falls from heaven. It is the rain that comes down on the earth. It is the blessing that comes from above. It is the sun that shines out of the sky on us that we need to be fruit bearers. If there is no rain, if there is no light, no sunshine, then that fruit tree will also not be able to bear fruit. We need that rain. We need that light. We need that heat, that warmth from the sun. And without those things, we cannot be fruit bearers. And so it is true what Hosea says, your fruitfulness comes from me because it's not me bringing sunlight in your life. It's not me who brings the rain. It's not your government. It's not some worldly institution It's not a president or dictator. It is the Lord God in heaven and he alone by his grace, his goodness, that he gives the dew, that he gives the rainfall, that he gives the sun to shine. And without the favor of God, without the grace of God, where would our harvests be? We would have no harvests. We would have no food. My dear friends, it is 
because God is sovereign, giving us these good things that are necessary, these external influences that are necessary, but that we owe all to the sovereign grace of God. Oh, it's so also in the life of a Christian, in the life of a born-again child of God. It is His grace that constantly provides us with life. Can a Christian say that I have life in myself? No, I can't. The life that I have is Christ in me. How did I have that life in me? It is because God, by His grace, gave it to me. He is sovereign. All that grace provides me with guidance. How would I know what to do in these days if it was not because of the guidance of God? And then think of His comfort. I need His comfort. That's why he sent the great comforter. How could I bear fruit without the work of the comforter in my life? And then what about strength? Strength to bear fruit, it also is given by our God Almighty in heaven. We owe all our usefulness to the goodness that comes through his grace to us. Only because of his grace that we see that he gives because he is God, because he is the loving God, because he is the creator and he loves his creation, we see that those goodnesses come to us and bless us and help us to bear fruit in life. You know, this message, it is encouraging me today because if I feel barren today and maybe I am trying to think, what can I do? What can I do? What can I do? As many people think, to bear fruit. Oh, my dear friend, it's time you start to stretch out your hands and say, Lord, it's not whatever I can do, but it's because of all that you have done and that you are doing. Hallelujah. Lord, you make me fruitful. Lord, it's your life saps that are flowing through me that are producing fruit externally. It is because of your life It's because of your guidance, your comfort, your strength. It is because of everything that you have given that I need that I can see fruit in my life. Well, today I'm talking about bearing fruit, that it's a direct result of our union with God through Christ, that it is a direct result of God's sovereignty, all that he grants and gives to us because of his goodness, but it's also a direct result of God's wise gardening. Yes, you need a gardener. To have a garden is a lot of work, my dear friend. And maybe you look to a tree and it's full of leaves and it looks so bushy and it looks so beautiful to you. And maybe you, as someone who is not a gardener, says, well, look at that wonderful tree. But the gardener would come and he would look past those leaves and say, yes, but where is the fruit? Where is the fruit? It looks nice. Yes, if it's someone who doesn't know what he's talking about and he's just looking to those leaves and he says, well, I see a lot of leaves there. Looks like a healthy tree to me, but it's not a healthy tree if it's not bearing fruit. And all those leaves are drinking, eating away of the sap that is necessary to bear fruit. So the gardener comes, and what does he do? Well, he comes with a pruning knife, and he takes away that which is excess, that which should not 
be there. And he is pruning, but he is pruning to promote fruitfulness to the vine. And you need that gardener. Do you want to be that tree that is full of leaves but never bore any fruit? Or do you want to be a tree that is a fruit-bearing tree? Well, then you need the gardener's pruning knife to come to your life and to prune you that there will be more fruit in your life. Jesus said in John 15, verse 1 and 2, I am the true vine, and my father is the gardener. He cuts off every branch in me that bears no fruit, while every branch that does bear fruit, he prunes so that it will be even more fruitful. Yes, you don't want to be that branch that is there, always drinking the sap but never producing fruit, that the gardener, the father, will come and will cut it off. You want to be a branch that is bearing fruit. But if you are bearing small fruit, little fruit, God wants you to bear more fruit. And God, he is the author of all the spiritual gifts of grace. And we can give him glory of all that he gives to us and how he blesses us. Oh, I like Hosea, that 14th chapter. I just want to read a few verses there. Verse 4 unto 8, it says, I will heal their waywardness. I will love them lavishly. My anger is played out. I will make a fresh start with Israel. He'll burst into bloom like a crocus in the spring. He'll put down deep oak tree roots. He'll become a forest of oaks. He'll become splendid like a giant sequoia. His fragrance like a grove of cedars. Those who live near him will be blessed by him. Be blessed and prosper like golden grain. Everyone will be talking about them, spreading their fame as the vintage children of God. Abraham is finished with gods that are no gods. From now on, I am the one who answers and satisfies him. I am like a luxuriant fruit tree. Everything you need is to be found in me. Oh, verse 9 also, if you want to live well, make sure you understand all of this. If you know what's good for you, you'll learn this inside and out. God's paths get you where you want to go. Right living people walk them easily. Wrong living people are always tripping and stumbling. Oh, I like this translation in the Message Bible. It talks about blooming like a crocus in spring. It talks about having roots, deep oak roots, and becoming a forest of oaks, to be splendid like a giant sequoia, and to have the fragrance like a grove of cedars. Oh, hallelujah for these verses. Well, my dear friend, if we give God the glory for the fruitfulness, if we give God the glory for our salvation, let's not just revert to that one moment that Christ came into our life and that he saved us and blessed us and cleansed us and made us holy and acceptable before him. But let us thank him for the ongoing salvation in our life. Let us thank him for the growth and for the fruitfulness 
that we have in Jesus, acknowledging that every fruit comes from him, that it is because of him, it is through him, it is his favor, his sovereignty, his blessing upon us. It is he who comes to us as the great gardener, oh, who is pruning us, who is taking care of us, that we will become fruit bearers. You need to read John 15, the whole chapter, but it says in verse 4 and 5, Remain in me as I also remain in you. No branch can bear fruit by itself. Jesus says no branch can bear fruit by itself. It must remain in the vine. Neither can you bear fruit unless you remain in me. We remain in Christ. Our communion with Christ and with the Father through Christ makes us to be fruit bearers in this life. Verse 8, I just want to read that quickly. It says, And this is to my Father's glory, that you bear much fruit, showing yourself to be my disciples. Oh, this is what Jesus wants to do. This is what the Father wants to do. This is the work of the Holy Spirit in us, that we will produce fruit, fruit unto eternal life, fruit that is genuine and real. And if you are a fruit bearer, God wants to increase your fruit. Hallelujah. And if you are barren, God wants to make you fruitful. Just stretch out to him. And Father, I thank you today for this message that, Lord, it is not the task that has been given unto me to bear fruit out of my own strength, ability, and power. But, Lord, it is the task for me to stay in you. And as long as I stay in you and your life can flow through me, all fruit will be a result of that communion, will be a result of that fellowship and that relationship. Lord, it will be a natural outgoing that fruit will come in my life. Fruit, Lord, that will bless others. Fruit that will be to your glory, honor, and praise. And so I pray today, make us fruitful. Let the sun shine upon us. Let the water of the Spirit come to us, Lord. Revive us. Quicken us, Lord. Strengthen us, Lord. Let your favor be upon us, Lord. And I pray today, make all of your children to become great, wonderful, fruitful trees, Lord, to bless this world that is in such dire straight need. Lord, let others be blessed through our lives. And Lord, I know that you will also bless us as being fruit bearers for you. And it will be to your glory, your honor, and your praise. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for listening to this podcast. Do you wish to listen to more messages? Go to themessagestation.com. Also visit us at maasbach.com. 